Good morning, witches. This is the Witch Daily Show, coming to you from New Orleans, with host Tanya Brown. Our episodes span about 20 minutes long to give you just a little pop of magic. So, tune in, take a deep breath, and enjoy. Good morning. It is August 25th, 2023. It is Friday. I am Tanya, and this is the Witch Daily Show. Today's episode is brought to you by Grow Your Own Optimist by Olive Blake. So let's get your day going with a little magic. Our quote of the day is, when a witch embodies self-love, her energy becomes magnetic and her sense of possibility becomes contagious by Dasha Avelyn. So we are skipping our tea segment today because we have a special guest host, Miss Kiki. Hi. Happy to be here. Happy to be here in person with you. I know. <laughs> it's like a theme we've had recently. It's nuts. Basically, um, yeah, Kiki is just in town. So she stopped in and I was like, "Let you want to like guest host the podcast and she's like yeah so you get two of us today super exciting um all right so we are going to be moving into some headlines and we are moving into another retro grade situation uh so we are going to be dealing with uh uranus retrograde august 28th through january 27th so this is the planet of shakeups and sudden changes. So when it goes into retrograde, it helps us push past limiting societal beliefs and social norms. So it's really interesting. And I kind of mentioned this already, but I do my new year readings every year. And one thing I noticed that was a trend and what's wild about, and I'm sure you've experienced this Kiki, but what's wild is when you do a bunch of readings in a really short period of time, you start to see like universal patterns. Oh yeah. There's always themes. Yes. You always see the same stuff. You're like, oh yeah, we're going through that all together. Exactly. And mm -hmm. that was, so last year when I was doing all of these new year readings, almost, almost everybody was going to be having a moment of like deep self-reflection and like sense of identity exploration. It was just like, who am I? How do people view? me do I agree with that does it match and all of this so to see this that we're going that we're going to be going into uh Uranus retrograde basically the rest of the year where it is all about like shaking up like these societal norms and limiting beliefs it kind of goes hand in hand with uh those readings I did wow interesting and I know that right now we're in a situation where we have several planets in retrograde right so it's it's definitely a good time to Give yourself space to pause and reflect before reacting. And here's, yeah, and here's one last thing it says. Expect the unexpected in food sourcing, imports and exports, the stock market, and the economy in general, as well as your own personal finance and stability. So be cautious, Yep. be thoughtful, and plan. That's what I see of that. Give yourself space, give everybody else space, and just prepare coffee is going to be $10 a bag. Yeah. You can do what I do. Every weekend I make my own. Yes. <laughs> I make my own uh, my own cold brew. So it's like so much cheaper. But yeah, find ways to be a little bit more self-sustaining if possible. Yeah. Learn to make bread. Learn to make cold brew. Learn to make cheese. Whatever you got to do to 
control your own source. Do, do your listeners know about your TikTok where you you show all the recipes and like the, the beans oh. one? Can, they don't. Like, are you allowed to self-promote? I guess I can. <laughs> so yeah, if, I love yeah, it. <laughs> you love it. If you're into like the like my food thing, uh the TikTok is sage and butter and uh, you can check it out. And yeah, I, I show how to make cheap lunches and how to make your own Starbucks drinks. And um, yeah, I'm going to be doing more. So uh, yeah, now it's time to check that out. Yeah. I'm going to try the, the matcha green latte. Yes. Oh, the matcha lemonade. Oh, that was oh, it, yeah. so good for summer. All right. Which is, I'm going to throw this over to our moon correspondent. And after this break, we will talk more. Hello to all of my astro friends. This is Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, coming at you with your daily moon mantra for Friday, August 25th. The waxing gibbous moon broadens its scope in Sagittarius today. Here, the moon T-squares Mercury and Neptune. With Mercury having stationed retrograde yesterday in its opposition to Neptune, communication may have been feeling as if it was traveling through water for quite some time already. It'll be hard to clearly think, much less communicate. Be patient with yourself and others today. We're all wandering through this muck together and struggling to rub our thoughts together. The more sympathy, empathy, and understanding we approach this day with, the easier it'll go. Your daily moon mantra is, patience is bitter, but its fruit is sweet. This has been your Daily Moon Mantra with Serendipity, the Chicago Astrologer, signing off and reminding you that you are in charge of your own destiny. From the pages of Which Way Magazine comes a new collection of stories by longtime fiction contributor Olive Blake called Grow Your Own Optimist. Featuring a never-before-seen short story, Grow Your Own Optimist is often romantic, occasionally satirical, and always unexpected. These surprising tales of demons, devil's advocates, dystopia, and dating remind us that there is magic to be found in the dark places. Olive Blake is the New York Times best-selling author of The Atlas Six and several other books, including the Which Way anthology, The Answer You Are Looking For Is Yes, and the novella La Petite Mort. She lives in Los Angeles with her husband, Goblin Prince Toddler, and Rescue Pitbull. Find the new anthology series, Grow Your Own Optimist by Olive Blake, wherever books are sold. All right, witches, we are back. So this is our last day of our dream series. And just to catch you up, Monday we talked about uh, interpreting dreams, remembering our dreams, recalling our dreams. Tuesday we talked about lucid dreaming. Thursday, yesterday, we talked about astral projection. And today we're talking about messages receiving messages through dreams, which is kind of like what we've been building to, right? If you can recall your dreams, you can recall messages. Um, so I am someone who very much receives messages through dreams. And I know for me personally, how I know it's a message and not just the brain processing is because it feels different. It has a different feeling like during. Um, and uh, I have my legendary story that I was telling Kiki yesterday about how I like wholly entirely predicted my friend's new baby. Mm-hmm. And it was definitely during a time they were not uh, planning that sort of thing. And uh, yeah, it's um, that's how I get a lot of my spiritual communication and messages. And for me, again, it just feels like it feels different than a dream. You just know 
it's not a dream. So, like, do you have any experiences with messages? Oh, my God. Yeah, my dreams are wild and vivid. I told you I had a dream about you. I, it wasn't a message of any kind other than I really should pack accordingly when I come visit you. <laughs> I showed up at Tanya's with a solid wood dresser. Um, but that wasn't a message. But I, I agree with you. I think that messages feel so different. For me, too, I tend to wake up going, that was important. Mm. There's like some sort of intuitive hunch or gut feeling or sensation that you just, it, it's almost like you can't put it into words, but you just know that it was different. The, the dream sticks with you. You have to talk about it. You have to write it down. You have to... It com complete it in a meditation um so yeah that's uh, have i had that yeah i had i have i have insanely crazy dreams and i have lots of messages in my dreams from people who have passed over um i have a lot of alien related dreams which i talked about this week where there was an alien invasion and they were singing <laughs> they were singing pop songs michelle branch which I love. I love that they also love Michelle Branch. Yeah, I know. It made me happy that they were into pop music. Um, do I think that the, the, the message was that, you know, aliens are going to show up and, and sing, you know, pop songs to me? No, but I think that there was a message in there that, you know, there are outside and or otherworldly sources that are trying to communicate with us. So. Yeah. Maybe that's a little message, like a little message, but also an interpretation I made of that. Yeah. And I think uh, a question, you know, some people may be wondering is like why we should listen to these messages from our dreams. Like, are, is it just brain processing? Is it from a spirit? Is it from our higher selves or aliens? Who knows? Yeah. No. <laughs> um, so mindbodygreen.com says there's a few reasons why you would want to listen to messages in your dreams. One is to discover and align with your purpose, recognize what inner wounds are ready to heal, take the next step in our work and personal life, and feel inspired and see a greater perspective, which I love that. I, I love, love the, the inspiration idea. You may also find, too, that it's it's a bonding experience with other people because we all have weird dreams and we all love to have a conversation about our weird dreams and try and figure it out. And what's even more wild is when you have weird dreams and you talk about your weird dreams and there's synchronicities. People are like, oh my God, I also had a dream that, you know, was super weird. So it's interesting you're talking about Uranus retrograde and sort of like community, things being affected on a communal level, you know. Yeah. So you think like, I wonder, you know, if people all have the same people, there are, there are themes that, that groups of people have um in their dreams as well so what's the message when everybody is having the same type of dream yeah and um you know you and i both said that you can kind of feel when it's a message versus a dream but if you're out there and you're like i genuinely can't tell i genuinely can't feel here are some ways that you might be able to recognize if it is a message one, if there's repeating plot lines. So if you're having a repeating dream, it could be because you're not catching the message the first time. 
And so if you're having those over and over again, or something like a similar element, like that's something to pay attention to. Do you have any uh, uh, repetitive dreams? When I was a teenager, I had one often, I think for years, I would. And it's funny, because the dream plot would change, but there was always one element that would be the same. And this was this happened for years, where I'd be having a dream, let's say I was in my I was a teenager or, you know, maybe middle school to high school. And I'd be like in a friend's room watching TV. And then it's like my dream would be interrupted and like a portal would open and I would feel something come out and start chasing me. Oh. And it would change. So like I could be with my mom at the grocery store. And then so it's like something was interrupting my dreams. Wow. And I had, I had this dream for years and eventually it just went away. Isn't that interesting, too? It faded. Do you feel like you learned a lesson at some point about what that message was, where it stopped showing up? I don't know. But I do think that, like, especially at that age, I was just very, I was such a ghosty kid. And I sometimes wonder if maybe I was like a target. Or maybe it was you connecting and and, and some thinning of the veil happening mm-hmm. where you were maybe not a target but you have like an open for business sign over your head that said like what you know like i'm a beacon of light come find me i don't know and that's why i think it can be really hard for teenagers with like any natural gift at all whether it's psychic or ghosty or witch or whatever because you're the the there's a part of being a teenager where you your your energy is so chaotic like there's a belief that a poltergeist are purely teen energy hormones yeah Yeah. um you so you're just like radiating this energy and so i think when teen when there's any teenager with any natural gifts at all i think they do become vulnerable and they do become this target or this whatever um because i remember i had some terrifying experiences as a teenager and i remember there was one time where i just like turned it off I don't know how I flipped a switch and I was uh, quote unquote normal for a a few years. Yeah. I want to say 16 to like 22. And then at like 22, 23, I was like, I I was like, I I was like, something's missing. There's a hole. And I like flipped the switch back on, but I was older and I was, had, I had stronger will. I had strong, I could, I was safer. If that makes sense. You were you were ready to find ways to adjust and be more comfortable and be in a space to control a little bit more. I literally I, I had the same. I was absolutely the same. I think that, you know, because I, I found tarot very, very young. Um, and so I came into witchcraft and, and magic and tarot. I mean by eighth and ninth grade I was fully immersed. But I went through the same thing as you. At some point it just shut down mm. I, I hit a switch and it almost like it makes me think of the vampire diaries when they're like turn the emotional switch off like i turned like the, the witchy switch mm-hmm. um the witchy switchy I, like that. <laughs> I love that you also felt like you had a switch yeah yeah I did. and then um but but by my mid 20s even before that about 22 23 i was like something is missing mm-hmm. i'm not you know and those dreams started up again like i have very vivid dreams at this point too so that's interesting we both followed that same path yeah i wonder if there's any listeners that felt the same as well where they were almost like too overwhelmed by the the, the you know or they ha- they feel like they had a witchy switchy in their <laughs> um in their teen years as well that's yeah it's interesting yeah yeah <laughs> So, um, 
The next sign it could be possibly a message is if characters are trying to guide you through the dream. So if you ever made a character in a dream and they shared a very clear message or pointed you to a specific place, these guiding characters, oh, I, I just got chills all up and down my back. Wow. So these guiding characters in your dreams can be spirit guides. Got, yeah, I'm completely. I have like energy going up and up and down my body right like, now. I'm like, like, like I'm kind of like my eyes crossing, yes. and staring. I'm like, dang, that's these are the spirits being like, yes, this is like, correct. Yeah, keep going, yeah. keep going. <laughs> so guides can take the form of a close friend, a stranger, or other familiar face to get us to pay attention. For example, if you're most comfortable with a best friend sharing a message. A spirit guide might become your friend in a dream to get the message across. Do you, I'm going to just ask really quick. Do you think that you, before you go into, go to sleep, you could look up at the sky and say, come give me a message? Yeah, I think so. I think I want a message. Like maybe, yeah, because I do think, we know, we do have like spirits or guides who are maybe always trying to get us messages. And sometimes we're just not open to them for whatever reason. So I think making the declaration also helps yourself be open to receiving the message mm-hmm. you know and then maybe you can receive the message you think too that the more you write about your dreams and the more you talk about your dreams the more vivid they become i was at a point where i was discussing my dreams daily and i was being given addresses like numbers and addresses in my dreams and so i really started to this year start to pick up writing about them again so th- that would be my suggestion also like if you yeah. can't look up and go show me a sign just start writing about them. Show yourself the sign. Yeah. And then I think we talked about this on Monday, but like when you make the effort to write down your dream, it teaches your brain that it's going to be asked to re- to remember them. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. Oh, what a good week of shows. I mean, yeah. I to them all. <laughs> I, I try to do a theme like once a week every month. Love it. So now this is the one we were talking about, uh, how you can tell if it's a message. Dreams with an ethereal quality and i think that's what we meant when we said it feels different yeah yeah so have you ever had a dream that seemed to have an ethereal quality maybe you were walking through a cloud in a dream or noticed the light and colors felt otherworldly these less realistic dreams can signal that your spirit guys are trying to speak to you Um, and yeah i agree again i don't know if like how they explained it with clouds and stuff makes or lights make any i don't know if that makes any sense to me but um again like it's feels different it feels yeah I, I guess more ethereal yeah yeah that's a great way to put it i'd love to hear how other people there's a sense of yeah a sense of wonder it, it, you just feel it and i know that this is leaning into lucid dreaming but sometimes even in the dream you're like hmm this feels special this feels different this feels it feels you know like i need to pay attention i tend to i wake up I, I like shoot up in bed after those kinds of dreams as well. Mm. Message dreams. I'm like, holy crap, that was important. Yeah. So. Mm. So, you know, I'd like to try to uh, see if there's any science when we talk about these things. And I did find a peer-reviewed article. Uh, this is from, let me find the uh, journal. Let's see. Oh, the Journal for Study of Spirituality. And this, uh is a, a 2023 study, so it's new. It was actually just published back in April. And it talks about the perceived link between dreams and spiritual life. So basically they say, despite recent gains in the understanding of dreams and their meanings, the topic of dreams in relation to spirituality has remained largely unexplored. 
This study investigates the perceived relationship between dreams and spiritual life in a multinational sample. It explores the proposition that dreams contain spiritual message or realizations and or whether experiences of apparently paranormal phenomena in dreams inform a spiritual worldview. So a sample of 118 people took part in the survey. They responded to closed-ended and open-ended questions about dreams, learning, personal development, and spirituality. 98 out of the 118 participants, so 83%, reported having dreams that informed their spiritual life in some way. I know. Thematic analysts revealed four themes within the domain of dreams and spirituality. It's interesting. So four themes. Uh, So the people who were like, yes, my dreams inform my spirituality, the dreams had four themes. One, bringing the unconscious into the conscious for healing and insights. Okay. So like mess, like receiving kind of these messages for like information. Yeah. Two, uh, accessing spiritual knowledge via intuition and feeling. So these are people feeling like they're, uh, they're, they're having intuitive, maybe even I, I would maybe, so it's not like the first one was kind of what we've been talking about, bringing the unconscious into the conscious, receiving messages. Right. The second one sounds like it's all about their dreams, uh, give them intuitive hits. Yeah, they 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 feel something yes. from it. Not just they, it's a sense of knowing. And then number three, spiritual messages via encounters with other beings in their dreams. Yes, three percent of participants, percent of people, multinational. So it's not particular culture or whatever. And then four, spiritual messages as precognitive information, upcoming events, premonitions. Eighty-three percent. Eighty-three percent. Y'all wild that and this is a new study that was just published in a journal a peer-reviewed journal uh five months ago that blows my mind i know this is wild i'm gonna save this this is yeah that'll be a fun one to like sit and revisit with a good this is good information i'm gonna save this for uh, a future citation one day Mm. um yeah wow all right, witches, this was fun. I had a good time. What do you think? I I think that dreams are so valuable. I think they're so precious. And I think exploring them and leaning into the idea that that you can receive messages that are above and beyond our five senses just make it such a precious and magical and witchy activity. Um, I think it's great. If I could just say one other thing, if you are a crystal carrier, Rainbow Moonstone is my jam. Mm. I always have Rainbow Moonstone and Apophyllite by my bed mm. um, to help with dreams. Great tip. So uh, we're wrapping up this episode. I do want to give some shout outs. So Kiki, I don't know if you've ever listened to a regular episode of our show that's not an interview, but we do our Leslie Nopisms at the end of the show, thanking some of our listeners. Yeah be awesome so i'm gonna do two and then we'll have you do two okay oh, oh, oh okay so i get to look yes okay so i filled a database with like mythological creatures and all these things so we can help we so we have help with our leslie nopisms okay great so uh shout out to lex lex you sweet kind moth brandon you sophisticated scrumptious vampire slayer tiffany you cunning fair pixie and arlene 
you beautiful <laughs> golden silky. <laughs> Thank you for so much for being Patreon supporters. I really, really appreciate you. Um, and then real quick before we leave, we do have a little housekeeping. Um, on the 27th Sunday, we have our witch chat for the appropriate Patreon tier. So if you want to come and just talk for an hour about like the nosy neighbor across the street or like your ex-boyfriend who is like texting you like the most ridiculous things, that's what we talk about. Um, <laughs> During Venus retrograde, that is a commonality. <laughs> so real quick before we leave, we do have a card pull to, uh, today from Fiona's Dark Magic Oracle. And the card today is Consent. Some people have a manipulative and controlling side without even realizing it. This can be a product of their upbringing, and it is a sign they're not happy inside because they need to control other people to feel powerful and good about themselves. You need to take practical steps to establish boundaries, such as blocking others on social media and your phone. Love. Wow. Talk about timely. Woo! This, this card reminds you that it is not... It, it's not a time to be questioning yourself. Set boundaries fearlessly. Do not let yourself be manipulated. Dang. I love that do not question yourself. <laughs> That's important. Do not question yourself. Now, uh, here are some little daily things you can do today to go with the vibe mm -hmm. of this card. One, carry or wear black onyx to enforce your personal space. Mix sea salt and black ashes to make black salt, sprinkling it in areas you want to set boundaries. Drink black coffee or tea for strength and confidence. And wear an item of orange to remind yourself of your strength. Cool. Isn't that great? Yeah. It's great that. Fiona. That's Fiona's, That's right? Fiona's, oh, yeah. I know. She did a wonderful job. Um, she always does. Uh, I know it's Forge. Okay, witches. That's all I've got for you today. Don't forget any books, decks, headlines, sources. Anything we reference today can be found in the podcast episode description or witchpod.com. And we begin tomorrow. No, Monday. All right. Bye. Witches, we hope you have a wonderful day full of joy and gentleness and confidence. Links for this week's episodes, our website, Patreon, along with a free daily card pull can be found at witchpod.com. One stop for everything we talk about. Now, take one more deep breath and have a great day. <laughs>